Alright, hello guys and welcome here to our Super Bowl edition of SCN Sports Talk. Yes, we're wearing jerseys of teams that don't have any rings. Don't remind us. Yeah, please don't. Don't remind me of those <laughs> losses either. Oh boy. Yeah, so if you're watching for the first time ever because it's a Super Bowl special, welcome. And why haven't you been here in the first place? Yeah, you're as much of a bandwagoner as Bucks and Chiefs. Exactly. But anyway, let's get moving here. Of course, this is episode one for the day. Um, and for our audio listeners, this is going to be the only time you'll see us here on the audio platforms. If you want the later show, you need to go to YouTube tonight at 10 p.m. Eastern. So just want to get that programming note out before we get going here. Anyway, so, of course, before we get going, let's take a look at the latest developments for the Super Bowl. Um, we know Eric Fisher and DeVernay Tardif will be inactive for the game, and uh, Tardif has a really good reason for being inactive. He is uh, battling, or he is going to be on the front lines battling the uh, coronavirus. So, um, I just got to ask, um... You know, if you if you were a doctor in that situation, you were on a football team. What would your choice be? <laughs> um, in the situation for the, I would probably play in the biggest game in my career. But if he's helping uh, out on the front lines, then do what your major was. I mean, I, if I remember correctly, I'm pretty sure he has a doctorate. Yeah, degree. Do, do what you think is best. I guess is. Um, your team might suffer a little bit, but if you got if you want to go out and yeah. fight a deadly disease that has plagued this world for just about over a year now, you might as well do what's necessary. You know, I I think you know if anybody just said up and randomly like I'm not playing in the Super Bowl, I think we'd sit here and be like, what are you crazy? This is the biggest game of your career. Mm-hmm. But in his case, you look at it, and it's to me, it's noble and it's honorable that he's doing this. As one of the Chiefs' offensive linemen that's not banged up entering this game, I I question it a little bit. But again, he's doing it for a good cause compared to some of these players who just do it. Say, I don't want to play. You right. Know, I want a new contract. So, um. Unfortunately, with him, I really do think that he, he played in the game last year, so I guess he already knows what to expect from it. So it's probably not as special for him this year, even though, you know, a lot of these guys, even though they've won already, want to win more, as yeah. we can see from other players. But. At least he's got a true reasoning. Um, Eric Fisher, I think, is going to be a very terrible loss for Kansas City, even though I don't think it really made a difference between uh, when they beat the Bills two weeks ago. I mean, I don't think it'll be a huge deal, but the other thing is Todd It's going to be essentially a matchup of Todd Bowles versus Patrick Mahomes. And we know how dangerous Todd Bowles is as a defensive coordinator. You know, these two defensive coordinators are really going to be put to the test, and they're two of the best in the game, uh, Spagnuolo oh, and, uh, Nick, and uh, Todd Bowles there. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's going to be really good. It's going to be a real chess game. And, you know, if Mahomes does turn out to be one of the greatest to play the game, if he does turn out to be a superstar... 10 years from now, you know, I I think the Super Bowl is underappreciated from that standpoint. I think it's going to be heavily underappreciated. Yeah, I agree. I don't think that the Super Bowl is going to be like the last time Tampa Bay was with Gannon through five picks, Tampa Bay Buccaneers defense. But um, who knows? Anything could happen in the world of sports, and anything could definitely happen in the Super Bowl. Yeah, speaking of uh, five picks, uh, your boy Peterman's back with the Raiders, but that's another story for another day. 
Yeah, have um, fun with that, Raiders. Yeah. So then um, Sammy Watkins, Antonio Brown, they're both questionable as of Friday afternoon. Um, Demarcus Robinson is expected to be active on Sunday. Um, you know, it's not much of a loss for the Chiefs if they don't have Sammy Watkins because they really haven't had him much in the playoffs. But for right. the Bucks, you got to imagine this is a huge loss if they don't have A.B. Like I was telling you two weeks ago, Antonio Brown is not going to make it. Or... Oh, boy. Um, as far as the Watkins, uh, him playing, I just don't think that it's going to really matter much because they still have Tyreek Hill and they still have Travis Kelsey. Mm-hmm. Um, and they got Nicole Hardman, too. Yes. Uh, yeah, Bill's fans all know all too well about how Nicole Hardman and Tyreek Hill and Travis Kelsey can all play, unfortunately. Yeah. But so. as far as um, they also have Clyde Edwards Hilary back, so that's huge for them. Uh, like I said, hmm. no. losing Watkins is not going to make it or break it for the Kansas City Chiefs. I, I think they enter this offseason, they say, hey, we can win without Watkins. Why do we need him on our roster at the end of the day? And unfortunately, so. that's what a lot of teams have seen in Watkins. They, they see, well, we don't really need him anymore. Yeah. And but he, he I don't is even know if... I don't even know if he's a number one receiver anymore. Yeah, he still is a good receiver, and he's a game changer if he plays, but if he doesn't, it's not a loss for him. That's my opinion there. Right. Um, So then, of course, we got to shift gears. I know this is a Super Bowl special, but let's shift the gears a little bit here Um, because we don't know much about the inactives being that we're recording on Friday afternoon. Um, Mm -hmm. We'll know more as we get closer to game time. Um, But I know it's Super Bowl special, but we want to cover this because this happened right after we recorded our last episode. Uh, Matt Stafford was dealt to the Rams. Um, He, of course, told the Lions, I'll go to any team but the New England Patriots. Which I respect the hell out of them for. (laughs) Uh, I don't blame him, but the Lions got two first-round picks, a third-rounder, and Jared Goff, while the Rams get Matt Stafford. So I guess I got to ask you, who won this mega trade? The Lions. I mean, they got so much value out of uh, trading away Matthew Stafford, but unfortunately, I don't think Matthew Stafford is worth two first-round picks. In general, for yeah. I mean, that man really hasn't done much. In, it was a reach. Yeah, I think it was probably a little too much of a reach. But you look at it this way: if Jared Goff doesn't do very well for the Lions, not saying he probably won't or will, you still have two first-round picks. You can always draft another quarterback, bring him in, learn under Jared Goff. And if the Jared Goff experience in Detroit doesn't work out, at least you have another quarterback that can. Learn the system as you will. Yeah, I, I, um, I, I don't think Jared Goff is a bad quarterback. I really don't. I think he's not one of the best starters in the league, but this is a chance for him to show what he can really do without Sean McVay. And mm-hmm. I'm intrigued to see that. I think the Rams, though, they get a really experienced quarterback and one with. That fine and Matt Stafford finally gets weapons. He hasn't had really a top weapon since Calvin Johnson. Yeah, let's be honest there. Yes, Golden Tate was a great receiver, but he was by no means a number one receiver in the league. No, maybe like a two or three. And uh, Kenny Galladay was kind of a bust. Um, you know, Hawkinson was a bust. Um, yeah, like I said, there were just a lot of busts in there who really, they, they were good receivers, but they weren't top receivers. I don't want to, I don't want to shit on them that much, but it's just, you know. I will say that Matthew Stafford has a situation in LA. I think that he can excel very well with what they got in front 
uh, unlike the Detroit Lions, um, Jared Goff is probably going to <coughs> suffer a little bit in his first year in Detroit, unless Dan Campbell and that GM can probably bring in the weapons that he needs. So I, I, I it all depends be... on what they're going to do for him. Yeah, I wouldn't be doubting it. I, you know, I want to say the Lions did win this trade deal. But at the same time, the Rams won because look at what the Rams have done without first-round picks in the last few years. They made it to a Super Bowl. They went to the playoffs and upset Seattle at home. You know, to be honest, they're a team that's proven they don't need number one picks to be good. I know, and I agree. And it's even more of a testament, again, and I've preach to my respect for Sean McVay, but it just shows just how good of a coach he really is. And, you know, like I said, they don't need the first-round pick at the end of the day. Well, it's a hot commodity city. L.A. has always been a city that people always want to go and play in. I mean, in probably any sport, to be honest. So, when it's a big market team... You're going to have big market players wanting to go there. Oh, boy. Yeah. But um, I was shocked, though. I mean, I'm shocked but not shocked that he said, I don't want to go to New England as well because I'm not going to lie. I think the Patriot way, it's – and we'll talk about Belichick in a little bit, too, when we talk about, uh, you know, what um, the Super Bowl for the ages here. Mm-hmm. Um, but – you know, it's, you know, I, I think it's, the Patriot way is gone, essentially. I think it's not what it, I, I think it's not what people made it out to be. No, nobody really wants to go there and play anymore. You know, I guess the only thing I could be shocked about is we all thought that Stafford was going to go to Indianapolis and play for the Colts. I have to expect seeing it. him getting traded to a team that I just wasn't expecting in LA. That just blows my mind a little. Yeah. And what's even what's even bigger, and it's not on our sheet here, but um, JJ Watt is expected to get released real soon. Um, and actually, Indy is in the cards. They made a very aggressive trade offer for Carson Wentz. Mm. So we could have a Frank Reich Carson Wentz reunion over an in Indy next season. Honestly, I mean, it might just be their best option. It might just and it be wouldn't crazy hurt. enough to work. And, yeah, true. I mean, we've seen some weirder stuff in NFL, so who knows? It could actually happen. Um, what's going on? say something about it. can't even think of really anything <laughs> else so i guess uh i guess we're I'll doing you... this too early <laughs> no it's all right oh no it's it's <laughs> not even that oh, man. um carson Wentz can go anywhere i've seen some very intriguing things um frank great might be the best option for him going forward there's weapons on Indianapolis. So if he goes there, that would be yeah. interesting. Oh, I was going to go, I was going to comment on JJ Watt now. Um, JJ Watt is from Wisconsin. Do you see him going with the Packers potentially? I guess I'm going to follow that up with another question is, do you think if he had the choice between the Steelers and the P and the uh, Packers there, do you think he would pass up an opportunity to play at home? to play with his brothers over in Pittsburgh. It would be the first time that I think that a a group of brothers would be playing on the same team together. Um, If the opportunity is there for him, I can't see why he would not want to go to Pittsburgh, buff up that defense a little bit more. I mean, so... And then you would have not just one pass rusher, but two pass rushers, two... Watt brothers as pass rushers. So that might be scary. Yeah, you can see I'm cringing from that. That'd be really scary. Um, 
But no, I think I could see him going to the Packers, though. I think that's a logistical location for him. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not going to say the Chargers. I don't think he's going there. Um, I think he's going to go anywhere where the money's right. I I don't think the Bills would take him either, to be honest, just because I I don't know their cap situation, to be honest. It's probably not looking too great, and I think... No, right now it's... Two million dollars that they literally have in cap yeah. space, so they would have to make a lot of moves just to be able to clear some. So, and I think right now they should focus on Josh Allen at this point. Yeah, that's you know that's going to be actually you know what I didn't even think about that. That could definitely be the discussion to talk about going forward. Maybe after this Super Bowl special, talk yeah. about if he could how much of an extension he could probably see. Um, it's definitely, probably in the possibility. Yeah, he's going to want some money, but. <laughs> I, I just don't honestly <laughs> again I'm just going to say this now we'll go into more detail about this but all I got to say is you should probably wait another year before you you give him a big ass deal just because you had one great year and you had the best to completion percentage else. yeah you, you, we got to see what he does in year four before we give him the big old <laughs> contract that's all I got to say yeah, pick up his fifth-year option in case. That's what I'd say. See, that's what I was going at. I would, I would say give him another year, pick up his fifth-year option, and then pay him. Then you'll have a little bit more money. You don't know what your cap situation will be by then, and you also don't know who's going to be available in the draft. Yeah. In a couple of years. Exactly. So I, I, I don't think there's a rush, but I think they should keep that cap space clear from... Um, at the end of the day, I mean, here's another question. I mean, could Washington be in play for him and have Chase Young and J.J. Watt? I don't know. I'm thinking, you know, kind of outside the box. I don't think he'd go to a divisional rival. Probably not. Yes, I think Um, he has too much respect for the Houston area to go to Indy or Jacksonville. Or um, Tennessee there. Like I said, if the money's right in any situation, I think he'll go, but I just don't know if Washington's right I, I money. I think for him it's going to be about championship. Well, definitely Washington ain't going to give him a championship anytime soon. No. Sorry for you uh, Washington football fans. The Washington um, football team. <laughs> yeah. Um, fortunately for that situation... They're not, they're not as good they as they used to back in the day. Yeah. They need a QB. Well, I think their defense is coming along. Um, they, they, If they had started Alex Smith from the beginning, maybe they probably could have gone 9-7. and seven, Maybe 8-8. Eight and eight. And probably still lost in the first round. And still lost in the first round. That's okay. No. I mean, at least they, at least they got to the playoffs. Yes, the numbers were switched, and they went seven and nine instead of nine and seven. But this might be the time where they have to draft a quarterback, and I don't know who's in line for them with being seven and nine. Probably not the top option for like the Jets and the Jags and Dolphins. But I guess we'll find out in due time. Yeah, we'll find out uh, soon enough here. So now we got to ask, um, so Kansas City and Tampa, they both made the Super Bowl. Um, of course, Kansas City had the bye week. Um, then they beat the Browns on uh, the anything is possible run. And then um, they beat the Bills with uh, what we thought was going to be a banged up Mahomes. Um, Tampa beat the Washington football team with Big Heine Heineke. That's what I'm going to call him now because he, <laughs> you know, we had Big Dick Nick. Now we have Big Heine Heineke. Um, probably drinking a Heineken. Okay, <laughs> I'm going to quit jokes now because I'm not a comedian. Then they beat Houdat Nation and the Saints, and they beat the Packers. Um, maybe a dumb question here, but which team was more surprising getting to the Super Bowl? Probably Tampa, because you beat a you know we didn't know about you know Heineke, which he could be even in the range of starting next year over Alex Smith. We don't know, 
if um, Alex Smith stays. He's going to be a free agent this off season. Oh, I, I, I see. Now I didn't know about that. At least I uh, believe he is. Unfortunately for Smith, I know he has had a very up and down year, but I think after this year he should just retire. I think um, he should go to a team that needs him. If if he's going to play next year, I think he should go to a team that needs him. And I think at this point, you know, what about Jacksonville? Jacksonville's going to need a veteran presence with uh, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, look at what he did with Mahomes. True. I mean, um, Alex, uh, Patrick Mahomes has said he owes a great deal of what he's done to Alex Smith. And Alex Smith is a really good quarterback when he gets the opportunity, but I just think that going forward he should be a backup, not a starter, fortunately. Unfortunately, He's but like, he would be the most reliable backup in the league. I'll put it that way. Yeah, and that's true. I mean, but um, um, and then beating New Orleans I was quite shocked about because you, they already lost to them twice in a year, but like we said before, it's tough to beat a team, t- you know, three times in one year. And then beating Green Bay, you know, okay. I have a little rant about this. And I wanted I knew to this say was it, coming. and I finally get the chance. Well, I figured this week was the better week to do it because it's Super Bowl week, you know. Let's hear it now. I'll slip back. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. Rodgers had about 10 to 13 yards of open space. I get it. There was defenders coming at him. And he's like, what, 35, 36 years old, as old as Alex Smith. But the dude has shown that he can run when he wants to. And in that situation, you got to pull your inner Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen, and run. And, you know, I think it was third down. It was a run on third down or some, or a play on third down. You threw it to Devontae Adams in, devo- mm-hmm. in double coverage. People can say, yeah, maybe he should have threw it a little bit sooner. You would have been able to get him. But when you're a veteran quarterback, you're going to look and try to create some space for your receiver. But for him, maybe what he could have done is acted like acted like he was going to run with a ball and then throw the ball because it would have probably created some separation with the defense enough to get, okay, I got Devontae Adams there in the end zone. But still, I think that you got to run the ball and two you don't, and I say this again, you don't kick a field goal on fourth down when a game is on the line with a tie to go into overtime when you have a Super Bowl chance at stake. You don't take the field goal and then let them have the ball yeah. back because if Buffalo Bills fans know all too well, you don't give Brady enough time on the football field because he, one, you either really hoping that your defense comes up strong and forces a three and out, or you know he he's he's gonna throw a pick. Yeah. Three, he just don't give Brady enough time to go downfield. Yeah. End of rant. <laughs> here's here's the question: Do you think Mike or do you think Matt Lafleur's sleeping well these days, or do you think Pete Rose just snuck his way into the locker room and paid him to lose? Hey. Pete Sorry. Rose knows all too well about betting <laughs> on sports, so uh, I think he oh, probably boy. lost that bet. <laughs> no, I, you know, I, I get it. It's tough decisions late in the game, but it's the damn Super Bowl. Come on. You right. Pass, you know, yes, he could have tucked and ran the ball, but that, that field goal at the end is what sunk him. And, you know, as much as I think Tampa is the most surprising team in there, I'm going to tell you, I'm not surprised they beat New Orleans. I'm really not. I half expected it because they got their asses handed to them the entire year. I knew that something was boiling up for them. They were going to come in here ready to go. Um, Then, to be honest, though, the Chiefs surprised me. Because the Browns, once Mahomes got hurt in the third quarter, I thought the Chiefs or the Browns have this in the bag. I'm sitting here like they've got it in the bag, and I I called it right then and there. 
See now, because let's. This is what I have to say too. Yeah. If the Browns did win that, it would have been tough to tell who would have won that AFC Championship game at that point. I would have given then it to the they Bills. Yeah, I, I would have to too. And then it would have been Buffalo and Tampa. It would be Brady against the Bills for the umpteenth time. Unfortunately. Buffalo doesn't have a very good track record against Tom Brady, so I wouldn't have expected a Super Bowl win against them unless mm. somehow miraculously we have enough gameplay, game plan in two weeks to be prepared for him and Bucks. But yeah, I would probably have to go with the Bills. Bills, Bills Mafia would probably be in a Super Bowl right now if Cleveland didn't lose, but yeah. that's if and, that happened. You know, and the reason I said it is I'm like, you know, Chad Henney doesn't practice with the first-team offense. I'd imagine he doesn't. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting here thinking, you know, we've seen backups come in and work with the first-team offense, and it takes them at least a drive or two to really get acclimated. Right. And I thought here, I'm like, he's definitely. And, you know, one, he's going to have to get acclimated. Two, he's He's got a good arm, but he's not near big armed as big armed as fast or as mobile as Patrick Mahomes. So I'm right. like, he, he's a veteran; he can get the job done. But I questioned all that because, again, it was going to take at least a drive or two, and that pick was a sure. The pick proved me right. But one thing he did that was smart is tuck and run the ball. <laughs> Going back to that. Um, he may have, See? he may have made the biggest play of his entire career, and it was the play that basically got them to the AFC Championship game yeah. and solidified them. Um, and I'll tell you, the Browns slept on him. That's my yeah. honest opinion. The Browns slept on him. They got cocky, uh, and they blitzed him, and he wasn't phased. Unfortunately, a lot of teams, when you blitz too much, are just expect half expecting it. I hate to say it. And Kansas City half expects it. Um, unfortunately, I thought that they were going to be able to at least lose one of those games because I thought they were maybe a fluke of a number one seed. But they, I guess they shocked me too. They definitely... Yeah. Um, I mean... <sighs> I'm not going to say I didn't expect them to do what they did against the Bills. I'm not going to say that because we know what they're capable of. But Mm -hmm. to me, them getting to the Super Bowl this year was more legitimate than last year's. You know, can can we agree on that here? Is that this year's was a lot more legitimate because they had more of a challenge all across the board. Sorry, I got a text. Um, <laughs> say that one more time. Sorry. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So I, I, I was saying, to me, the Chiefs proved more getting to the Super Bowl because they beat legitimate teams compared to last year when they beat the Titans and the Ra- who who else did they play last year? They played. They, they played the Texans. They were down Texans. big against the Texans and yeah. then came up. But and to beat be honest. Them. Can, can we agree that was a cakewalk last year for them to get in? I mean, if Houston didn't get cocky like they did and, and give that game to the Kansas City Chiefs, maybe it wouldn't have been a cakewalk. But since Tex- since the Houston Texans got cocky, yeah, I would definitely say it was a cakewalk for them to get to the Super Bowl. Yeah. This year, it was a little bit harder for them. They actually had to yeah. work for it, on, except for the Bills game. They kind of basically had that game. The one and then the bag. They just showed. They just showed right there why Leslie Frazier and uh, Brian Dable didn't get head coaching jobs. They nope. showed exactly that reason, uh, and frankly, why Leslie Frazier was under consideration is beyond me because he coached probably his worst game against Patrick Mahomes. And and I'm really hoping that's going to be a learning stone for next year. Because Buffalo plays Kansas City and Kansas City next year, and us, uh, me as a Bills fan, I know I have my, you know, my problems with them. But for me, 
I want primetime week one against the Kansas City Chiefs to prove that we can actually yeah. beat them, but that's just me. Yeah. And, you know, going to the Bucks though, I mean, yes, it's surprising, but at the same time, look at the roster they've had. You know, you had to have sat there and said, once they get this chemistry going, they're going to be a problem. That, that, now, that's what I'd say, just because it was going to take Antonio Brown a few games to get acclimated. You know, right. Rob Gronkowski was out of shape to start the year, and somehow midseason he got there. And I figured, you know, again, Bruce Arians going to have a lot of problems with Brady, and we saw it earlier in the year how much they they argued and disagreed. And now that they figured it out, to me it's not as much of a surprise that they got to at least the championship to the Super Bowl, yes. Right. So. Well, maybe they just needed that frustration, just get it done and over with, because as you can tell, that frustration and just getting their differences set aside helped them to solidify that team even further and get them their first Super Bowl appearance since 2002, if I'm mistaken. Yes, I believe it was the one against the Raiders. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure yeah. Raiders fans are going to live that down. With I, won't let him. I won't let them. <laughs> <laughs> Throwing five picks. I'm sorry. If you throw two or three, you probably should be out of the game anyway, but oh, you know how boy. that goes. They're not going to take out their starting quarterback for a back, and it might even do worse. Yeah. All right. So let's move on here. So I said at the beginning, I think, or I think I said earlier um, at work, I said this is going to be a Super Bowl that's going to be so underappreciated because, actually, maybe I said it here too, you know, when, if and when Patrick Mahomes has proven himself over the years and maybe he is the top quarterback in 10 years, I'm going to get a lot of hate from Chiefs fans for this. But, <laughs> you know, again... It's his second in a row. He's seeking his second in three years as a starter. Brady, he's seeking his seventh Super Bowl, but his first without Bill Belichick. And I'm going to take a real shot in the dark here and say this to all the Patriots fans here. I'm going to rile them up right now. If Tom (laughs) Brady wins this Super Bowl... This delegitimizes everything Bill Belichick has done in the Patriot way. It proves that Tom Brady was the system over there, and he is the only reason Bill Belichick ever won his Super Bowls. I'll agree with that in a heartbeat. Okay. Hence it, why he, they were so dominant for over 20 years. Yeah. You want to know what else? It delegitimizes Bill Belichick as one of the greatest coaches to ever coach the game. That's my opinion. That's an unpopular opinion, a very unpopular one, but I'm going to say it. Hey, no, you have every right to say that because if you look at a lot of the other quarterbacks that Bill Belichick coached, maybe except for... um, Well, the one year with Matt Castle was terrible. Yeah, that's who I was going to say. Matt Castle, yes. But I guess it depends on the player, too. In the, in the situation that's at stake for that p- said player. Um, unfortunately, <laughs> I don't know what they saw at Cam Newton. Cam Newton has been a, a disaster piece yeah. way before he came to New England. So I don't know why they even thought, oh, let's just bring him in, sign him oh, a look, one-year deal. Thank you. Could... You know what, though? We could say it's just a one-year slump, but look at what he did before Brady, too. I'm just going to point that out. Look at what he did before Brady, and look at what he did after Brady. I mean, you can't say that uh, Drew Bledsoe wasn't a terrible quarterback during that time. I mean, he took them to the Super Bowl and lost to the Green Bay Packers, so you can't really say that. It wasn't terrible. I'm talking about, like, his stints with the Browns. Um I'm sorry, Belichick's stint with the Browns, how terrible he was over there. Um, yeah, you know, but the he took them to their last... 
playoff run too as a head coach. He was yeah. the last time that they made the playoffs. You want to know who was their co- head coach? It was Bill Belichick. Yeah. But um, as far as Mahomes goes, I mean, two and three years is impressive. Do I think it puts him in the GOAT discussion? No. Hell no. Not yet. Hell no. I think, and, you know, I, I think it proves that he's a good quarterback. I think it really proves that he's a good quarterback because you don't win two by accident. Right. Okay. And, you know, I think it's more of a testament to the team to begin with because, again, look at what he has around him. Any quarterback would kill to have those receivers that he has around him. I'm not going to deny he's not a smart guy. I'm not going to say he's not a smart guy. He really is. He puts a lot of time and energy into learning all of this. Right, and who wouldn't want both of those, a, a bunch of those guys? I mean... Two of their top receivers and Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill are coming off a game where they they com- them combined had over 290 yards of total offense. So there's definitely some momentum heading into the game as far as and then as well as Tampa Bay, they have some momentum on their sides. But the thing is, having a week off could very well demean Get the their- hose here. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's it's gonna hurt both teams in a way, hence why they go into the game and don't play the way that they were. But I I would say that Tampa Bay's uh run to the Super Bowl is better than Kansas City's because they had to win all three games on the road. And they got their asses kicked a lot throughout the year as well so, so in Kansas City mostly all they had they, they played their two home game they, they played their two games at home so because they had home field advantage so if you look at it this is the first time that Tampa Bay has got a home game this whole playoffs hence why they're the first they team to host to fire the cannons I know I I'm Kind of sad about that. I'm sorry. You earned the right to play at your home stadium for a Super Bowl. You deserve to have the home field advantage in all aspects. No, I don't want to go too much into this, but do we even know the reason why they're not doing it? They're trying to maintain a neutral site. That's what's going on. Because the Super Bowl's always been considered a neutral site. Oh, all right. So that's why... I'm sorry, but you you make it to the Super Bowl and your stadium is hosting it. You deserve every right to fire cannons and do whatever you want. I agree. As and, the home team. Um. Oh, and then of course we're getting into the situation where we have our favorite Super Bowl of all time. Oh boy! And <laughs> mine has to be the Philly Philly. Philly Philly, yep. Yeah. Game. <laughs> oh man. The one, Hard to believe that was three years ago. Does this make me a hater that my top three are all Brady Super Bowls? Well, actually, you know what, though? I, I've been um, floating this. I will say another one for me happens to be when Green Bay beat Pittsburgh for Super Bowl. Oh, I figured you would like that one. Um, If we're going to go top three, I'm trying to think. Uh... I would probably have oh. to go with. Goodness, I can't really say anything with Denver because those Super Bowls were hit and miss. Um, probably the Pittsburgh Arizona one, where okay. Santonio Holmes caught the touchdown basically in the little yeah. tiny corner of the end zone. So that one's yeah. definitely up there for me. And actually. Well, can we actually take an anchor break right now? We'll finish this up in a second. It's just, I'm actually getting called for something, so... Sure. Um, yeah, we'll finish this up after the quick anchor break, and then, of course, we'll have our Twitter polls and our Super Bowl predictions coming up in just a moment. Welcome back to our Super Bowl special. Um, just real quick, if you haven't checked out the mean tweets for Tom Brady... Um, searching on YouTube, just search, uh, Tom Brady mean tweets. 
you won't be sorry. It's freaking hilarious. No, the, it is. No, no, no. I will say the last one. The last one was over the line. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> over the line. But I'll leave it at that. Um, we'll leave it at that. Anyway, so again, we were talking our favorite Super Bowls of all time. Um, so yeah, I believe we said the uh, Philly Philly was our favorite here. Mm -hmm. um, you said the uh, Packers was your second, and I missed your third. But what was your third uh, one again? The third one was the Pittsburgh Steelers and Arizona. Super one was good. Um, yeah, so we didn't really get the chance in the. F yeah, uh, I didn't get uh, to listen. To mine. <laughs> yeah, your favorite Super Bowl so, of all time. So I'll I'll rattle through this quick so we can get to our Twitter poll. So obviously Philly Philly's number one on there. Um, the fact that Nick Foles led that team to the Super Bowl is remarkable. I, I, I think that immediately tops the list. The second one would have to be the undefeated Patriots losing to the Giants on the David Tyree helmet catch. I mean, because they were the fifth seed entering the playoffs. They weren't expected to win. Mm -hmm. And then, of course, um, number three... I don't like Tom Brady, but man, the three to twenty-eight game—the fact that that game went to overtime—I—I I, I think you and I—I I don't know if we watched it together or not, but I could tell you, I sat there and I'm like, as much as I hate Tom Brady, man, I, I gotta respect that finish to the game. And I don't was, think we did. If we did, it was with Gavin. <laughs> yeah. If it was, it was with our friend there, so one of our other friends. I don't believe we did though. Usually no, we throw I don't a think big so. Party. I think I was. I think I was at home watching that. If I remember, yeah. that one was before. Um, it was before our big parties. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of big parties, we know you guys are throwing some, and we wanted to have fun on Twitter this week, um, so. <laughs> Let's start with, uh, you know, so we asked a lot of random questions on there. So let's start out with your favorite part of the game. So Jason, I ask you, what's your favorite part, the commercials and or the game itself? I think we know. I would probably the... say, I, <laughs> I want to say both, but sometimes these uh, Super Bowls are going to be very boring or one-sided. So I probably have to the commercials, honestly. It's tough call, but I, I I love the game itself. But man, I gotta go with WhatsApp. <laughs> <And> <laughs> all yeah, those commercials, not... man, they're so good. But here's the thing: now Budweiser and Pepsi and other uh, other um, products, they're not going to be advertising on the Super Bowl, so that's going to be kind of depressing. But I I saw a few of the ads already, and they look really good. So. I, I don't think we'll be disappointed this time around. Now, do you think there's going to be a bunch of Doritos ads like there Doritos, has been in the past? I think Doritos was one of them that pulled out of the Super Bowl. Really? I'm actually shocked about that. I think that. they were. I know Budweiser was. I remember that because I was really upset to not see the Clydesdales. <laughs> um. Now, a very interesting thing, thing that they're going to do, I know we didn't have this here, um, apparently they're going to have a thing where count the correct amount of Mountain Dew bottles, you can actually win a million dollars. So mm. people, if you want a million dollars and you love money, I say try to do your best and count as many Mountain Dew bottles that they're going to be in the commercials this, this year and... You could be just one of the ones, lucky ones that wins the $1 million. Yeah, we'll see. Um, this is not an ad, by the way. I should. Yes, this is not that. a Mountain Dew ad. ad. I'm just saying it to say it. <laughs> now, Mountain Dew, if you want to sponsor us. Hey, come on. I don't, I mean, I'm not come a big on, soda Take a trigger, virtual hug. Come here. Yes. Take the virtual hug. We'll take you in. All right. On that note, I think this is probably our favorite question, and I'm actually getting hungry thinking about this. <laughs> but um, yeah, so favorite favorite pizza place. So actually, someone did vote on this Twitter poll, and they voted Papa John's. But so it's Papa John's, oh. Pizza Hut, Domino's, or a local place. Um, 
Just take off Domino's in general. I'm sorry. Worst There's, tasting pizza. They they do have some good pizza. I mean, I order it once in a while, and it's not terrible. It's better than the um, last recipe. I probably have to go with local. Um, yeah. Nothing against Pizza Hut and Papa John's, but you know, ever since I've really gone to hang out, hang out with Brian and a bunch of other guys, he has introduced me to some local <laughs> places. So we're I have to go definitely here. local. So uh, <laughs> we're big foodies here, but no, I definitely have to go local. Um, you know, we have uh, Guida's. Obviously, that's the big place that we go to every year. Right. Um, you know, if you're ever in our area, just look it up. It's so good. Um, you know, then there's obviously Carbones and others. Um, I'm not going to list them all. We'd be here all day listing right. that. But no, definitely I agree with you there, local. Um, so I guess I got to ask the go-to dish now. So obviously there's pizza and wings. There's chip and dip. Um, and then other. Um, so... You know, I think the no-brainer is the pizza and wings, but I guess if I had to ask, what's the appetizer to go to? Oh, chips and dip. I mean, I've always done chips and dip to go with uh, pizza and wings uh, all the time, so that's definitely the go-to. I don't think you can snub wings, though. That's the other thing. Um, no. But no, I definitely agree. Here's the thing. I, and again, I'm going to make another iffy statement here but can we can we agree on this that in a in a way in, in a slight way the super bowl is similar to thanksgiving and that it's kind of tradition to get a pizza and wings yeah much like it is on thanksgiving to get a or, turkey and mm -hmm. stuffing and all the fixings there right um, and I think it's not just the pizza, it's also the sub trays, too. I think yeah. a, a lot of people go with subs, chips, beer, wings, pizza, anything, honestly. It's a big, you know, crap-eating yeah. day. I mean, you can eat a lot of whatever you usually don't every day. But I gotta ask, chicken wing dip, that's the way to go, right? Oh my god, I oh, haven't had chicken man. wing dip in so long, so that sounds pretty good. Oh man, maybe we should have taken the anchor break after this to, <laughs> to go get oh, yeah. some. <laughs> oh well, oh well, well, we'll keep going here and try not to starve ourselves here. So, um, the next question here. I got to ask, and for those that are tw under 21, please take these earbuds out of your ear and yeah, plug please. them because we're not going to get in trouble for underage drinking or suggesting it. So just can your, just plug your ears and shut it or fast forward, whichever works easier. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So your favorite ch choice of drink, um, we got Bud, Coors, Hard Liquor. Other, um, I guess actually, maybe, maybe if you are under 21, you know what? I, I, I didn't think of that, so take that back from earlier. Um, yeah, you, your they could definitely go with other, uh, um, definitely a beer, definitely, though, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely other. Um, yeah, I guess it's a mix of whatever I feel like at the time, it could be you know, hard cider, uh, Mike's lemonade it could be like honestly yeah. any of them rum and i coke. know yeah true i think i want to say one of the super bowls i we've done hard liquor before so i think i got a good the, buzz one super bowl if i recall it, yeah, yeah <laughs> I, I think we've all been sure. there yeah we've all been there um hard liquor is definitely not i i just Definitely would have to go with the other part. Yeah, I, I mean, I like Budweiser. I, 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 you know, I love the Bud Light Lime. I think that's really, really good. Um, you know, Sam Adams Cherry Wheat. I, I know you hate it, but I love it. Um, I mean, Genesee. anything other than Sam, anything else by Sam Adams is good. Just not the Cherry Wheat, in yeah. my opinion. 
I mean, I, I'll go for any of that. As long as, you know, some IPAs maybe, but I'm not as big on that now. Um, you know, so definitely I'd have to say other, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. I can't do, maybe I'm a wimp for this, but I just don't do hard liquor. That's not my style, honestly. I can do um, mixed drinks. It's Yeah, that's what it is. I just I don't do it just straight yeah. mixed with I mean maybe like a soda and hard liquor, uh yeah, juice and hard liquor, something like that. Just just the heartburn after. I can't stand the heartburn. So that's that's all that is. But um here's the most important question you'll ever get. Is the day after a Super Bowl an observed national holiday yes or no i think you at like we talked about we definitely talked about this earlier and um yes it should be i think the monday after the rule should just be an automatic day off so that everybody can get over their hangover over you know the the fact that maybe their team lost or their team won or celebrate in some way i think it should be a national holiday not everybody's a football fan, and I don't think every not everybody's going to partake in the Super Bowl this year than they maybe have come in on. the past. But but come on, they yeah. postpone everything. They move all the games, like the NBA games, the uh, NHL games. They move every sport game up before the Super Bowl, well before it, and you know essentially everything shuts down. There's no new shows that are out. There's hardly anything on television when the Super Bowl is on. It's usually reruns and God knows what else. Mm-hmm. It's it's a holiday. Come on. The whole world shuts down for this on Sunday just about. Whether or not you watch it or not, come on. Like, it has to be observed as a holiday. You tell me, tell me one sport that is live and on television during the Super Bowl. And you know what? We'll sit back here and we'll wait because uh probably basketball to be honest. I, I don't think basketball is. I mean, if I look at ESPN right now, and in fact I'll do it. But I'll tell you, I I did take the day after the Super Bowl off. Yeah, I probably should have done the same, but that's Hey, you're off anyway. See. No, th- yes there is basketball games, but there's nothing past three. 3 o'clock. Yes. So that's so NBA. They... Let's see about NHL. Sorry, we're looking at our phones here. Nothing past three. I don't think there's any. I don't think there's going to be anything past three o'clock. I think right, Brad. Scheduled sports-wise during yep. the Super Bowl on purpose. College basketball. Well, wait, wait. Women's college basketball is on at 7 p.m. on ESPN+. Oh, my Plus. God. I'm yeah. s- you oh, want to get, get ratings? Why do you do it during, you know, the biggest game of the year? That's all I'm going to ask. But why on ESPN+. Plus? Like, not, not a lot streaming. of people have ESPN+. Well, I know, but not everybody has ESPN+. To be able to watch college basketball, especially women's college basketball. Up oh, and here's another NCAA men's basketball, but it's all no name teams, mind you. ESPN three Quinnipiac and Fairfield at at five p.m. Then it's Marist and St. Peter's on ESPN three at seven o'clock. Actually, correction: FS one has a big game as well. And it's Cal and Stanford, so two big programs do play. So I guess I wasn't wrong about basketball being one of the sports to be but it wasn't during the professional. Super Bowl. None of the well, professional sports are playing during the Super Bowl. So it's only college. Interesting. Damn you, college. Well, well the only thing about college, sometimes they can't really change you, around the hours. They could but you very know what well. But, again, you note it's all teams that you don't normally watch anyway, so it's not a total loss. But you got to feel bad for the players if they actually want to watch it. Yeah, especially if they're big football fans. Like, oh, man, i got to play during the Super Bowl or play before the Super Bowl? What the hell? Coach, get me out of the game. I want to watch it. (laughs) (laughs) 
they'll probably have it on on the big screen in the arena. Yeah, probably. All right. So now we go to the last part of our Super Bowl special, and we get to make our picks. Um, obviously, it's Kansas City and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay or Kansas City is the three point favorite, and I'm actually looking at the Twitter poll now. It is fifty fifty. Yikes! Wow, really? Oh boy. And actually, let me take a look at the rest of them because I haven't checked any of them. Yep, same as before. But it's fifty-fifty. What's your pick here? Tampa. I have to go with the Bucks. Um, only because Tom Brady's already a solidified uh, Hall of Famer with winning six, the most Super Bowls as a player. Mind you. So if he wins one more, it's not like it's going to make her make a difference, honestly. I just don't want Mahomes to win another Super Bowl and then be like, well, Tom, I think he's going to be the next. Like, like watch Tom, like, watch Roma be like, hey, Jim, I think he's going to be the next Tom Brady. I, I've seen it before, Jim. I think he's going to be just like Tom Brady if he wins. So I don't know if I really want to hear that whole discussion of who's the next GOAT in the making if he wins. You can't compare it. You really can't at the end of the day because their skill sets are just so different from each right. other. They both have a very high IQ, and it's going to make Todd Bowles and um, Steve, Steve Spagnolo's life a living hell on Sunday. Trust me. Oh, I agree. They're not sleeping in the days leading up to the game. But they're gonna be game this planning as much as they can. Of the year, I, I honestly, I'm honestly gonna go Tampa as well. I think, you know, at the end of the day, the experience is what's gonna pay off, and I think Brady just has so much more experience, mm-hmm. and he has the better offensive line around him. He's got kind of a deeper depth of receivers, but make no mistake, this game will be close. Make no mistake on it. And, and if I just think and if that, we're wrong, mm. you'll hear it on Sunday night from both yep, of you'll us. He, you'll hear it live on Sunday night yeah, live. on YouTube. Yes. Um, but um, I'm telling you, I, although I'm taking Tampa, it is not by much. It's going to be a dogfight to the end. I mean... Who, who knows? It could go into overtime like... Uh, what was it? 20... I think it was 2017 or 2016. Yeah, I think it was 2016. It was Atlanta and New England that went into the overtime yeah. for the first time in Super Bowl history. But... Um, it's not out of the question. Now, you know what I would like? It'd be... Do you think that this game could be the first game that goes past overtime, maybe double overtime for a Super Bowl? I mean, as much as I don't want to stay up even longer to watch a Super Bowl that really... I don't, just... I, I don't think that's logical. I, I don't think it's... I'm not going to say it's out of the question, but I just don't think that it's bound to happen. Someone's going to score in overtime true um but you know again if it did go to overtime i like brady over mahomes especially if because he's the got Bucks the experience get the ball. factor yeah just because again the experience factor thing is plus mahomes, you're also mahomes can ex- have all the wealth of knowledge in the book mm-hmm. he could be the smartest guy in the you know like in history and there's it doesn't matter if you don't have the experience and he has one super bowl which he won in a late like comeback right but i think the problem is it's great is these two teams the main key is keep the other offense off the field because you know how dangerous each offense is that's for the i'm sure and that's why i said it who knows? It could very well go into overtime. Two 
most explosive offenses going up against each yeah. other, and it's very tough to tell if there's going to be any defense mu- at all. Yeah. And honestly, yeah. you know me, if I love these high-scoring games yeah. because they make it a lot of more entertaining, and especially for a Super Bowl, you, you want to see those really entertaining back-and-forth games. You know, nothing against it being one-sided yeah. or, yeah, you know, being field goal games like it was between the Rams and the the Pats, but yeah, I just think that you know you got to have an offensive explosion between yeah. two teams instead of and defensive I, heavy. You know, and will and the other question is will Tampa have an answer for Tyreek because if they let him get three hundred yards again, it's over. Plain and simple. Oh, that's right. He was the one that had like oh, like close to 300, I think. I don't think yeah. he actually hit 300. And um, it's all going to depend on if Winfield plays, too, because Winfield is questionable, I believe, as well. You know what? Not hearing that, it's kind of tough to even go with Tampa Bay, honestly. But I still, I still have to go with Tampa. I still yeah. have to go with my gut instinct. Uh, I think Tampa is going to win this, and you're right. I don't think it's going to be by much. Maybe like, maybe maybe by a point. Let's yeah. let's just say that I could see it by a point. And I'm going to say this as well. And you'll hear me admit for the first time that Michael Jordan is the goat. This is very similar to that. Okay, I'm telling you. I'm going to reiterate what Stephen A. Smith said last week. If Tom, if Patrick Mahomes does not beat Tom Brady. He has absolutely no, he has lost any and all rights, whether he wins 10 Super Bowls or not. He's lost any right to get the GOAT title. Everything he does from that point, because it's going to be, you didn't beat the best. Mm-hmm. Okay. And honestly, I, I think if Mahomes does lose the Super Bowl, it's going to plague him for the rest of his career. It's, it's going gonna, it's gonna to tarnish his resume. It's always going to be there that he lost to Tom Brady. He's so good, but he couldn't beat Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. It'll always go down like that. Which, I know this wasn't uh, on there, but I know this is going to kind of stem off the same thing that we're talking about, but who do you think, quarterback-wise, has the most pressure on their shoulders heading into the game? Mahomes, easy, (laughs) I think. You know, Tom Brady's been there enough times. This doesn't hurt his legacy if he wins or loses mm-hmm. because people's minds are shaped. They're made up. He's Many people are dead instinct. He's the GOAT. Right. Um, you know, it changes nothing. He's won the most Super Bowls out of any quarterback. There's nothing he could do in a Super Bowl that's going to tarnish that unless he ends up with a losing record and Let's face it, he doesn't have the years on his side to end up with a losing record in the right. Super Bowls. But um, Mahomes is starting out, and again, like I, I reiterate what Stephen A. Smith said again, you can't be the GOAT if you can't beat the best. And if this may be Mahomes' only shot at playing Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. He's never going to play Drew Brees in the Super Bowl. He's never going to play Peyton Manning in a Super Bowl, and he's never going to play Joe Montana in a Super Bowl. Right. Okay, this is his only chance to prove it, in my opinion, that he is, that in the future, he can even take the GOAT title, whether or not he breaks their records. All I know is it's going to be tough to do. Say, like, if Tom Brady does win this seven, for him to be able to break Tom Brady's, you know, Chip record, that's going to be tough because he would need six yeah. more championships just to be able to break and, it. And he'd need cap space, mind you. Yeah, I know. That's very true, too. And that's something that's going to hurt the Chiefs in the next few years. But, hey, we'll discuss that when free agency comes around. Yes. I'm sure. But um, we've gone on long enough. We do have a special, though, tonight. Um, we hope you'll be back here on YouTube for our YouTube viewers. We hope to see you at 10 p.m. Um, for our live Super Bowl post game around 10. I'll probably just start the live stream and have it in a waiting room kind of thing until mm-hmm. the end of the game, and then we'll come on. That's what I'm thinking. 
Um, so again, but if you're on the audio version, sorry, you're going to have to check out our YouTube page because we're not re-uploading this for audio listeners. Yeah, sorry, audio listeners. You're going to have to see our probably the first time. Yeah. Oh, boy. I'm going to wear my I'm Ugly and Proud shirt that night. <laughs> no, or tonight. Um, so um, then, of course, we also have another special coming up. I'm still, I, I believe Zach Carmian is going to be the co-host for this show. Um, Jason has no interest in racing, but we do have a Daytona 500 special next Saturday. It's at 7 p.m. Eastern. Actually, it's this Saturday, the February 13th. It's 7 p.m. Eastern. It's on YouTube only. Um, we won't be having it on our audio platforms, but we'll be here next Sunday with our regular podcast, and Jason will be back for that. Yep. Um, but in the meantime... We do have the Daytona 500 special um, and the NASCAR season preview show, essentially. Um, that should be a lot of fun. Um, once one door closes as far as sports go, or one book closes as far as sports goes and another one opens. So, should be fun. But now we won't know what to talk about. Uh, we'll find some things. Uh, it might be tough, but... We'll have um, Deshaun Watson to talk about. I'm sure there will be, you know, still some football and whatnot to talk about here and there. Um, Absolutely. Who knows? Um, so, yeah, and with that, I guess we say thanks for watching. And for those who are going to tune into our live stream, we'll see you tonight for the live stream. Yeah, see you tonight, guys. Yeah. All right. <laughs> Until then, bye, everyone. See you later.